0: today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation. When a devilish rogue boards the Enterprise for help, half the crew falls under his charming spell. But when his past exploits catch up to him, no amount of charisma can save him. Also dated a stand-up.
1: From December 10th, 1988, it's Season 2, Episode 4, The Outrageous O'Connor, or Fuck Boys In <laughs>
0: i'm cam that's dan and we are in a sticky situation
1: serious problems in this yeah episode.
0: We should do. And it goes way deeper than you could ever imagine. Look
1: at, look at what we got here.
0: <laughs> Will <laughs> Because dreamy William Campbell was actually Gene Roddenberry's pick for Riker uh, and he didn't get the job. Of course he was.
1: That's that sounds about right. <laughs> I want somebody who's got a vaguely predatory I mean, right. vibe. Oh, sorry, I didn't do my Gene voice. I want somebody who's got a vaguely predatory vibe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, don't insult the Rocketeer like that, Dan. <laughs> he is a he is an American icon. <laughs> I mean,
1: we'll see if they reboot it as a Disney live action streaming service show, but until then, the Rocketeer has definitely faded they into might. the background. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, also Bram Stoker's Dracula. That was a good. Yeah, time, but he wasn't right? Dracula.
1: What was his What was his character's name? Like Quincy or something?
0: <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, and I mean, if you give anyone a mullet that's then like French braided into some kind of concoction, no. you're gonna. He's, set had, a, he's up had a for very failure. good career.
1: He's done a lot. He's worked a lot in television
0: and he has, you
1: know what? He wasn't Riker, but that's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's okay. I mean, I don't think Riker would be the same without those blue eyes. Yeah. You got to have those baby blues. He's mm-hmm. just infinitely likable all the time. It's a magic trick. It's like Brian Cranston yep. territory. Anyway, here's the thing, on Stardate four two four zero two point seven, as the Enterprise passes through the Coalition of Medina, it detects a small cargo ship under manual control by a single occupant. The crew makes contact with the pilot, Captain Thaddean Akona, played by William Campbell, who requests help to repair a part on his ship. Captain Picard agrees, and the Enterprise tows Akona's ship while Akona is brought on board. The crew soon finds that Akona has taken a keen interest in all of the women on the ship, and I'd like to thank some of the guys, beginning with Transporter Chief Robinson, who is Terry Hatcher in an uncredited role. Uh, BT dubs. Uh, and he discovers he's in no rush for repairs, because he's, you know, he is... <laughs> Next Generation's version of Captain Kirk, a pansexual man-whore. Um, continuing through the sector, the Enterprise is set upon by ships from two different planets, each of which locks on their primitive weapons to the Enterprise. And though both are vastly outclassed, they pose, and pose no actual threat, they are very serious. Debon, played by Douglas Rowe, from the planet Atlec, accuses Akona of impregnating his daughter, Yanar, Rosalind Ingledew, <laughs> which is... The best surname I've ever heard. And Kushel, Albert Stratton from the planet Stralab, asserts that Akona has stolen a state treasure, the jewel of Theseia. The two leaders clearly know each other and both demand their own claim on Akona take priority. Akona denies both accusations but offers nothing to defend himself. Picard offers to arbitrate the dispute and bring. It's Devin Yanar Kushnel Kushel, and Benzen <laughs> Fucking made up names anyway. Kushel's son aboard the Enterprise. Okona sits and quietly listens to both Devin and Kushal's arguments, but does not offer any evidence to defend himself from both allegations. After much more arguing the two leader, f- amongst the two leaders, Okona then declares that he is the father of Yanar's child and offers to marry her. Benzin there's de- then declares that the jewel of Thithya hasn't been stolen. It is revealed that Okona has been acting as a go-between for Yanar and Benzin, who are in love with each other and have been banging and... Turns out that it's Benzin's child. Benzin is offered to marry Inara, intending to give the jewel of Thesia, the state treasure, which he asserts is rightly his, as a courting gift. Akona was carrying the jewel between the two planets when his engines started giving him some troubles, and he only falsely claimed to be the father to force the two lovers to reveal the truth. Picard cannot get involved in eternal political disputes between two planets, and allows Akona to go on his way once his ship is repaired. <laughs> Devin and Kushal are left to argue about wedding details. Because it's the 80s. Meanwhile, (laughs) this whole time, (laughs) Lieutenant Commander Data has been motivated to explore the concept of humor after meeting Akona. Prompted by Guinan, Data uses the holodeck to generate a comedy club setting and a stand-up comic played by Joe Piscopo. (laughs) As you do. as his advisor. But when he performs in front of the holographic audience, he is dismayed to find that they are predisposed to laugh at anything he says or does. Which is, I mean, that sounds great to me. I don't know why he was disappointed. And the Enterprise parts with the Okona. Data is able to unintentionally make the crew laugh, but does not at first understand his own joke. And so ends the outrageous (laughs) Okona. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> Star-crossed lovers. Sure. Let's. It's like. Yeah. Let's go with that. I have my it, own
0: theories about what was going on there, but. D- do you? Oh, I do. do. You? Yep. I want to hear everything about it. But first I want to hear what you loved about this episode, Dan.
1: I loved, um, the data and Guinan subplot. I'm not going to lie. Um, that was (laughs) right. That was, it was adorable. Much more interesting and exploring the concept of humor. What's funny, why it's funny. Uh, he had a great quote that I'm sure we'll get to about humor being uniquely the most uniquely human thing. Um, and I, I loved them spending time together. I loved what they were trying to accomplish. It was a it was a fun distraction from the parts of this episode that have not aged too well. Um, no. Not <laughs> no, one not. bit. I was like, 30 years seems like a very long time now. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a whole other era.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And it was. But it was... This is a family television. You can't depict premarital sex in any kind of way oh, without without making people marry someone. Wow, ah! yeah,
1: right? And it was pretty clear to anyone with eyes that... Uh, yeah, anyways, we'll get to that. But <laughs> um, I enjoyed seeing a stranger on the ship having an effect on people, um, having, you know, the... There was a new person on the ship, and now everybody's excited and interested, uh, especially <laughs> acting Ensign Crusher. He was very interested in Mr. Okona. Well,
0: um, you know, that card piece. I mean,
1: and that, <laughs> oof, that ponytail. God <laughs> damn, that ponytail.
0: <laughs> uh, uh-huh.
1: I mean... I don't care if it's the 23rd century or the 20th century or the 21st century. Any guy who wears a leather vest and has a ponytail is, number one, a criminal, and number two, you will regret sleeping with. <laughs>
0: Well, it's the twenty fourth century, Dan. So, what do you say about that? Uh,
1: maybe it's come back around. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe a band of drummers got together and were like, "Hey, we're good people. We shouldn't be stereotyped or generalized." <laughs> uh, this this episode had some fun moments, mostly with Data and the holodeck. Yep. And Gyneth. Yep. Mostly with Data. Uh, and the. I mean the reveal of literally a bastard child and calling it that. I was like, "Oh yikes! <laughs> this is <laughs> this is real." I'm like, "This is gonna just have all sorts of problems, isn't it?" Yep, yep. Um, it sure is. While I didn't appreciate, didn't enjoy uh, a lot of Okana's antics. I did like the fact that he was in a day managed to sleep with three different members of the crew <laughs> minimum that we know of. So I was like, you know what? Good good for you. Good for you. A little uh, you know, little shore leave without uh, going ashore.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, but at least it was portrayed as consensual. Yeah, which is nice. I mean that's Those women related. Like, you, know, you know what I've always you know what I haven't done in my Star Trek career is banged a drummer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ugh, he's only here for a day. Why not? <laughs> I just want to grab that ponytail and hang on. I did
1: like that um, you know, and this might just be my modern lens. It definitely seemed like there was flirtation between him and Jordy. Um, yes. And there was infatuation from Wesley and jealousy from Crusher. Um, <laughs> I mean, not Crusher, Riker shit. Um, Yes. Yeah, I I mean, it definitely seemed like uh, Riker was like, hold on, I'm the man pretty pansexual one. What are you doing here? (laughs) Um, I was kind of hoping he'd be like, hey, you got a beard. It's my turn now. You got a whole daddy (laughs) thing going on, but you can't be the pansexual shat man if you have facial hair. Those are the rules.
0: (laughs) Breakers, like, damn it. Stupid canon book. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is the worst
1: beard since... I don't, I, I don't know. Who was Elton John married to? What was her oh. name? It eh, doesn't matter. Elton John joke. Beards. Huzzah! Uh. Cameron, what did you love about this episode?
0: I... <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed William Campbell's performance. I thought that the way that he was handled as... I mean, I thought the forward-thinking way that him sleeping with three different people was handled, everyone was like, it's cool, it's just sex, no big deal. I thought that was nice. Um, I did not like the way that the planets were portrayed, but we'll get to that. Uh, (laughs) I, I mean, I thought that the... You're right. All of my favorite stuff was from the guy in data plot too. And it was because they're both so lovely as performers. It's like if anyone else had had that material, it would have been awful, but it was, it was charming. And I, you know, I found myself hanging on every word. It was, it was lovely. I had such a good time. Um, side note real quick. I just have to tell you that the guy who, I mean, William O. Campbell usually goes by Billy Campbell, but he couldn't because he was trying to differentiate himself from William Campbell, who, if you remember from the original series, was in The Squire of Gothos and played Q-Baby.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's a fun tidbit.
0: I know, right? Oh. Q-Baby! <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't all Romeo and Juliet stories that didn't age well, was it, Dan?
1: <laughs> no, I mean we did get uh, an SNL alum in the uh, the form of the the comedian, and that was uh, Joe uh, Joe Pish, uh, Pishkopo. Um And that was the highlight. I mean, there was, let's, let's, let's just, let's just break it down. Let's, let's wrap. Okay. Okana is (laughs) a rogue. He's a knave. He's, you know, whatever fucking word Data wants to use. Fine. I'll give that to you. Great. He's kind of, uh, you know, open-minded, liberated, excited to see people. Great. But if you are going to try and tell me for one fucking second that he was just transporting those two kids across to each other and that he wasn't their third, either coaching them or actively involved with their lovemaking, well, then you're just you're just <laughs> being naive. That man was up to his ponytail. In the, That kid very well could be his. Uh, they're not going to test it. They're not going to figure it out. And uh, you know the the young man was uh, was afraid of the feelings that he had for him. It was very much a throuple situation. Uh, you could tell that he was just balling his way across the universe, not taking any responsibility, uh, and just gonna leave those kids to now uh, figure it out on their own. Additionally, additionally, <laughs> I uh, so he's he's irresponsible, which is a which is a problem because if you're gonna be a, a slut, be an ethical slut. Come on. Um, Yeah,
0: I mean, you do have to be an ethical slut.
1: But additionally, how fucking bizarre is seeing like 1980s dad mentalities of like, well, my son said you did this thing that clearly he fucking did, but he won't own up to you because you're a shitty dad. Or, uh, Mm -hmm. well, you got my daughter pregnant, so now you have to take responsibility. How bizarre is it to see... That mentality, which is already dated at this point. It's already dated, yes. even though in media representation, it's still going strong. Um, how bizarre is it to see that in something that's supposed to be hundreds of years in the future? With yep. space-faring races. These are not like lowly... You know, tribes, people, or something that's like you know a class, whatever civilization, because it's a class. One is the big one. So what would it be like a class four? I don't know. Um, this ain't this ain't some primitive backwater world. These are spacefaring people, and it's like, well, young man, are you gonna make a make an honest woman out of my daughter? I'm like, what John Wayne cockamamie bullshit is this?
0: uh you're not wrong you are not wrong it's just uh (laughs) it's gross (laughs) it's really gross and i mean unfortunately where i live right now it would still be considered perfectly normal because we're about you know 50 years behind
1: that's the kind of speech my father could make and uh you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised by that we just gotta love people right where they're at Cameron just love them where they're
0: at (laughs) I know I know you do Uh. but uh, (laughs) yeah your dad could make that speech three times over how does that make you feel not great
1: (laughs) but it's fine hey I'm gonna see him tonight actually picking him up from the airport in nine
0: hours that's so nice it's gonna be so much fun sure you That's can, all we can do is positive waves. Yeah. I mean the rainforest is on fire. There's a category four hurricane headed to Florida right now. Oh my god, speak.
1: a hurricane in Florida? They've never had one of those before, Cameron. <laughs> We're all gonna yeah, die. This,
0: Get it together. Dan, this one's <laughs> name is this one's name is Dorian. Huh? all right. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know kinda scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> They're, they're predicting the worst damage that we've ever seen. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great.
1: Now, to be fair, I've heard that worst damage we've ever seen before. And you know what? Katrina wasn't that bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Neither was Sandy, right?
1: <laughs> Didn't do shit over here. <laughs> My apartment was fine. <laughs> Just fucking Jersey, you know? Which, honestly, who gives a shit? But. <laughs>
0: But yeah, um, I yeah I just love Brent Spiner and Whoopi Goldberg together. It's it's a good time, and thank goodness it's going to continue to happen because everyone else seemed to like it too. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's just really nice chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just objectively speaking, and I mean. Billy campbell slash william o campbell was doing his darndest to portray this person as he was written and i do love your head canon edition. but what do you think would have happened if he had actually gotten riker
1: if he had been able to to beg the the man pretty white whale of the enterprise yep Oof, man that would be uh that'd be intense They would, uh, that would be a long time of both of them missing. Communicators offline, like, nobody would know where they are. It'd be hours. There'd be a full manhunt. They'd have to tear (laughs) apart bulkheads and then they'd find them exhausted, sweating, scratches, bruises, bite marks, oils, wines, candles, everything. Blindfolds, whips, chains tasers and not set on his lowest oh my god like so much and a lot of Santorum too like just 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 everywhere
0: well I mean I really appreciate this venture but I meant if he had actually gotten to play Riker
1: oh oh well that's that's a little different than what I thought was being asked of me uh okay um rewind i think
0: i like that more (laughs) rewind
1: um i think i think we would have gotten a more i think we would have gotten an even more kirky Riker.
0: that's exactly what i was gonna say is he was it was he reminds me so he has so much more of the same energy that that our dear bill does
1: I mean, more muted and controlled, but yes, that same sort of like raw sexual machismo charisma thing in a a softer 80s way. Like if if he had a mullet or a ponytail in the role, ooh, that would have been dangerous.
0: And he might have. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what Gene was thinking for his hairstyle.
1: Yeah. Sorry I uh took us down a twenty minute diatribe of describing the sexual intercourse between him and William Frakes.
0: Um No, I'm I'm glad we went there. Um I mean, goddamn. Woof. There's <laughs> there's our next porn parody. Well, that's not
1: a parody. I'm gonna find them both and say how much. <laughs> <laughs> how much to make this happen. <laughs>
0: The two Williams go into town. <laughs> yep, they would literally have been in the bulkheads, just just fucking <laughs> Both incredibly dehydrated. Woof. Are you still there? I'm
1: here. I'm just <laughs> you have to come down for a minute. <laughs> um I'm gonna go take a shower. I'll be right back.
0: Uh-huh. to say it's a good thing they don't have automatic UV blacklighting as a setting on the Enterprise. Yeah. Because it's carpet, Dan.
1: (laughs) Something. Something like that. By the time we're done with this crew after seven seasons and... What, five movies? How many movies are there for the next year crew? Only four? They gave Shatner six movies to do, ah, he, ah, all through. And they only gave this crew four? Unbelievable. I know. I know. Well, it's a good thing we've got the Picard show coming out.
0: It is a good thing.
1: <laughs> God damn it.
0: <laughs> You're so passionate about them already.
1: No, nah, I mean, I'm just... I'm just interested because I know where blockbuster filmmaking goes in the 90s. So I'm real interested to see a Star Trek movie in the
0: 90s. <laughs> oh. oh. I mean, there are. Yeah. There are some. There are two. Well, I mean, I think there are two great ones one fine one and one terrible one. Is, which. Okay, well. Isn't too bad. I'm just looking forward to the one with
1: Tom Hardy in it. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know anything about it. Just so much that I just... I'm just imagining young Tom Hardy just going, Well, well, Picard. (laughs) We seem to find ourselves at odds. (laughs) Why are you talking like that? I don't know. You're supposed to be French and listen to you.
0: (laughs) Touché. I mean, that's... That's already better.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Is Nemesis that bad?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Ooh. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it's, it's, we'll get to it. What do I fucking know? I like Star Trek 6. I like Star Trek 6, too. Everyone likes Star Trek 6. No, it's 5. It's It's (laughs) 5
1: that I, like, weirdly was like, you know what? I'm okay with this. And you were like, really? No one likes this one. I'm like, "Eh, you know what? Not bad.
0: I mean, it. I did reorder my favorite list this time, watching it through with you, and five moved up a couple, actually.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, I have such extensive notes. I'm scrolling back. <laughs> I just have written David's picture <laughs> exclamation mark for Star Trek Six. Um, yeah, no, I liked. I liked the Final fr- Frontier. Um, you, you know, climbing the it mountain just... because it's there, <laughs> merrily, merrily, all that shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was the camping trip. It yeah. was Ohura and Scotty. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: There's a lot to love in that. Uh, this episode was shitty camera. That's why we're reminiscing about Better Days. I know. Oh. I know. And then there's a cat lady with three titties. <laughs>
0: was that Bill or Gene or both?
1: Together again for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> You only met in a dream. (laughs) Okay, man. All right. Let's read some fucking quotes from this terrible fucking episode. (laughs) I mean, good fucking. Not a great episode. No. Not a great
0: episode. Uh, (laughs) Not a great episode. I mean, I think it would have been better if, like, the Starfleet crew was somehow horrified by how they were treating their children like, uh, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also those kids definitely look old enough to be making their own decisions. Um, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of hoping she'd be like, I really don't want to be with either of you. I will raise this child on my own. And then, uh, you know, at that point, Okana could look at them both and be like, all right, well, kid, you want to come with me? And the boy will be like, do I? And jump into his arms, and then they take off together. And she's like, oh, yep. those crazy kids. And everyone's staring at them like, what the fuck just happened?
0: <laughs> well, and then Riker is just standing in the back, knowingly nodding his head, mm-hmm. smiling.
1: <laughs> take my wharf, please. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, Data data doing stand-up throughout would have been better. I think if he had. That's how you say this episode, Cameron. You just take the data stand up through line and just have him provide commentary as all of this is happening. Be like, you know, overprotective parents much or something. Just like have him chiming in, lobbing softballs yeah. until finally people are like, enough!
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. And give Guy a couple of brilliant zingers. She did have one good joke she i mean she had she did yep. <laughs> you want to start there i think we should start with the uh, captain picard okay. Okona riker
1: bit all right now please follow commander riker's instructions so our ship can get back to its normal routine
0: whatever you say captain wink
1: <laughs> something's funny
0: well the unexpected is our normal routine
1: <laughs> and then they and then he follows him into the uh, the turbo lift and as the doors close they make eye contact <laughs>
0: hot and then they just disappear for six hours
1: <laughs> no one could find you we've been under attack oh I thought we were just rocking the ship sorry. <laughs>
0: That is my head cannon now. Yeah,
1: bulkhead <laughs> cannon.
0: <laughs> Road head cannon. What?
1: Uh, what? Road jam.
0: That's it. In- um, <laughs> That's inappropriate. Um, <laughs> I'm really curious to hear your Whoopi Goldberg impression again.
1: So. All right, let's go. Okay. Uh, look, look, it's just you and I here. We're talking. We're having an intimate conversation. Why? Because you're a droid, and I'm annoyed.
0: But why? Because that's what I am. Have I said something to offend you? No. Then why are you annoyed? Because
1: you're a droid, and I'm
0: annoyed. Humanoid? Yes. You told a joke? Yes. I am not laughing.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's not a very good whoopee, but it's the one I got. It's really more like, it's just like a muted Natasha Leone. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's good. It's also a little. It sounds like your your Linda is whispering a little bit, and I kind of love it. She's uh, always she's always with us. <laughs> They're now locking lasers on us. She is always with us. Lasers? Yes, sir.
1: Lasers can't even penetrate our navigation shields. Don't they know that?
0: (laughs) 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 Regulations do call for a yellow alert. Hmm. Very old regulation.
1: Well, make it so, number one. And reduce speed. Drop main shields as well. May I ask why, sir? In case we decide to surrender to them, number one.
0: <laughs> Aren't I witty? Yes. Yes, you are, Captain. Um, you, pal, are a tough room. Tough room.
1: Ah, a colloquialism, meaning a severe, rigid, close minded audience. I understand. I will attempt to be an easy room. <laughs>
0: You will come with me to the main bridge.
1: I'm sure it can wait a few minutes.
0: <laughs> now. <laughs> I'd like that, but <laughs> I have my orders.
1: Some other <laughs> you time. you goddamn right you would. <laughs> Remember what it took to drag me away from your arms. So that whole exchange, uh, Wharf has been sent to find Okana and He finds him in mid embrace with a member of the crew whose door doesn't lock, apparently. Um, And. Well, not for security officers. No, no. you have an override. And uh, there's just this silent, awkward exchange where O'Connor turns and has a quote stare down with Worf. And then Worf says, I'd like that, but I have my orders. And it is (laughs) not at all a threatening, like violent stare down. It is a stone cold let's fuck right here right now it's tag you are gonna tag him bro you wanna join us and he's growling yep. so much and because of what we know about Klingon mating yeah it's a hundred percent I would like to fuck you but I have to bring you to the captain
0: yep <laughs> let's see if we can handle this Klingon dick <laughs> so veiny dicks no <laughs> <laughs> Yep.
1: (laughs) Wow. Good for them. Good for them.
0: (laughs) Well, it's an old joke that uh, Klingons have two of everything.
1: Oh, yeah?
0: Yep. You'll see. (sighs) But it was uh, recently confirmed that they do indeed have two of everything.
1: No. On discovery or what? Uh huh. (laughs) (gasps) They have. It was subtle. Is it was it, was it subtle, real? But
0: indeed confirmed.
1: Or or is it a head cannon thing? No, it's real. Do Klingons have <laughs> two? Yes, that Klingon has two pe- penises, but it isn't an example in Discovery. Channel. Oh, it was it was canon before then, huh?
0: yes but I mean it was like con- well I mean it was we got to see an, an-, suggested an- canon.
1: anatomical well, we just, rendering or what
0: yeah we just got to see a Klingon peeing and there were two you know like, two streams. facing away from <laughs> peeing and there were two streams
1: <laughs> uh, that's funny I know how do they do the Klingons on uh, Discovery do they look good
0: oh my god they're so good they are so good I adore the Discovery Klingons. And eventually, you'll get to see a quote-unquote canon explanation as to why they look so different in the original series. You're welcome.
1: Oh, I'm hoping that it's super (laughs) offensive. Yay, Enterprise! (laughs) Does anyone like Enterprise besides Scott Bakula?
0: I mean... I kind of like it. There are some things that I enjoy, but, like, they went down a weird, weird play. You know, they they made some decisions.
1: They were like, hey, remember the 90s when everyone loved Star Trek and then for some reason that just stopped? Let's do nothing like that.
0: <laughs> Why haven't I leaped yet? <laughs> uh. Never, not funny. Anyway, um... Well, Cameron, how many uh,
1: pansexual ponytails shall we give this one, huh? Ooh, huh? Ooh.
0: <laughs> you know, I'd give it two and a quarter pansexual ponytails. So, like, you know, two ponytails and a rat tail.
1: Ah, a quarter mane, as it were. A little, a little Padawan wisp.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> one with <laughs> two two pansexual pointy tails and a padawan wisp
1: a padawan wisp another t-shirt padawan wisp is uh <laughs> definitely um definitely a euphemism i'm gonna edit that part out because that's horribly inappropriate but still um <laughs> all right well i'll give it uh, i'll give it two. And a quarter, just because I want to say Padawan Wisp again. <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> all right. We have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it.
0: That just leaves one last thing we to have. do. And that's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. Keep
1: on trekking. Buddy,
0: are you there? Hello, can you hear me? What about meow? Hello? Let me turn off my camera and see if that helps. Whoa. Whoa. Now there are two of you.
1: Man, I didn't think I got that (laughs) high last night. Holy shit. What? (laughs) Uh, there's no other window, so I don't know how this is possible. Yes. I don't know either. Say a a glitch. It's just you, me, and me here, Cameron. (laughs) A Secret Weapon Production.